Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Rigucci, and here with a few friends from the Delaware County area. We get in the basement and we talk about a certain topic. Today's topic is going to be game preservation. Here to discuss, as always, the triple threat, Chris Trio. Gucci, I'm very excited to be here today. Absolutely, because yeah. we have a very special guest, executive producer of Last Stand Media, co-host of Sacred Symbols, the number one PlayStation pod ad- podcast, and of course... An owner of physical games, Absolutely. Dustin Furman. Welcome, man. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. You guys know physical games very near and dear to my heart. Absolutely. I have two questions, though, before we start. Please okay. do. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're quick. Number one, are you guys actually in a basement? Yes. We are. Correct. Yes. Hell yeah. I uh-huh. wish I had a basement that <laughs> I could... I just my house doesn't. It, we have like a cellar that that sucks. You don't want to sure. be down there. It's it's, it's no like good. for laundry. But there's nothing better than chilling with the boys in the basement, Absolutely. playing games, doing some podcasts. I love that. Second question for for you, Raguchi, is that right now your Discord says you're playing Resident Evil Four. Really? It says you are you are actively playing. I don't know what's going on. Maybe you got to switch down there wait, or something, wait, wait. but here's what's wild about that i don't think i played resident evil 4 in a few days I, the last game i played on my ps5 was octopath traveler <laughs> that is wild. so i have no idea what's going on no controller there's down a ghost there. in the machine that's that's weird yeah that's Dude, crazy so when uh my wife holly was playing dragon quest 11 on game pass for a few months and i had it set that it would show what my xbox activity was mm-hmm. yeah you'd be like oh dustin great to see you're playing dragon quest yeah like, man. not me not me so maybe <laughs> it's something guys. like that that's interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I think I remember you bringing that up on uh, on Sacred once. Uh, <laughs> Everyone like, just giving you, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. It's like it's yeah. like oh, like oh, man. especially like during work sometimes, and it's like like you can see what I'm doing. And it's like don't fucking judge me, man. <laughs> no, it is yeah. true. We have well, <laughs> I turned off all my Discord, like what showing what I'm doing. Sure. I don't even like to show that I'm online anymore. And it's yeah, not that I, I don't like. That. It's, you know, some people, they just can't help but make a little quip about a certain game you're playing or whatever. It's like, just you know, leave just me alone. If I'm playing something, I'll let you know. Absolutely. You know. Can I just do my own thing and be left alone? For yeah, God's sake. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, the the worst of it is when when you're listening to Spotify and somebody decides to comment on what you're listening to on oh. Spotify. Now, that's a fucking nerd. <laughs> that is a nerd. And not like, the good nerd that we welcome here. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, you're right. like, dude, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm listening to my, yeah. like, anime, like, soundtrack. You don't even know know what this is like, it's just all japanese characters yeah <laughs> yeah oh my god music might be the only thing that people are more judgmental about taste wise <laughs> than than games which is pretty impressive but yeah that that would be a nightmare no it's true i feel like movies are up there sometimes too depending on what you like movies? but i agree yeah with uh, like oh, judgmental with yeah, 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 yeah. Like you yeah. can see people people are watching no oh, well that's, <laughs> that would be another like, thing oh my god that's spicy it is Uh, All right. Well, before we jump into it, usually we like to uh, catch up on what we're doing, watching, playing, really whatever. It doesn't really have to be game related, but it it normally is. And Dustin, we wanted to throw to you. What have you been uh, doing, watching, playing, whatever you want to answer? Well, you guys lucked out because when you booked me for this, I didn't realize it was weekend two of Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, Oh, my goodness. I'm just joking. (laughs) Um, We're taking up valuable time. I apologize. Well, so here's the thing, though. I straight up. I like I knew I had to do this, you know. I I, I was like, and not had. That makes it sound like I no. don't here. Yeah, I, we uh, forced him. <laughs> I, uh, I you know I, I had this all planned out for my day, and then it was getting closer. I was playing right before this. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I when you messaged me, they're like, oh, we're almost ready to go. I was playing Tears of the Kingdom, and I'm <laughs> having a great time. Let me tell you, it's one of those games that now 
I usually am pretty good about going to bed at a reasonable time, but sure. every once in a while there's certain games that come out that just throw that all out of whack. And so Tears of the Kingdom all the time for me right now. And then I guess if this is not just gaming, but watching, of course, you Absolutely. guys know this, but I'm also, of course, watching One Piece every day Fantastic. of my life, probably until I die at this point. But it's getting real special. No spoilers, of course, but we're nearly at the halfway point. Oh I think goodness. we just watched 491. And you said I you're think. and you're averaging two a day. Yeah, two or three That's a day. Are they 30 minute episodes or are they so? Out? It's it's kind of hard because there's <laughs> a huge intro. Sure. There's like right. the intro song and then they'll do the recap and then they'll have the episode and then they'll have the preview. So it's maybe 18 minutes. Okay. All I right. would say. Maybe some some more or less. Sometimes they drag things out or, or that, go quicker, that's but it? Really? I mean, I guess that makes sense with mm -hmm. most like animated shows and stuff like that. Even like I mean, it's one piece is like uh, I know well, it's it an animated started I know, a while ago. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Well, and that's the thing. When I tell people two or three episodes a day, people are like, wow, that's a lot to be watching every if you're day. Watching an like, hour no, show. that's yeah. that's the same it's as really watching not. an episode of Sopranos or something every Absolutely. day. Like uh, or an HBO show. That's it's an hour. I re it's I recently no finished the Sopranos. Yeah, he's been singing its praises. Dude, so dude. Yeah. It's so I watched it for the first time, maybe not last year, the year before, and it's it's a top three or five show for me. It's the, it's amazing. This I may, really need to get on it. This may sound weird, but like the first episode was probably like one of the most relatable things I ever watched in my life. Mm. Gooch is an like under, my under underground uh, crime like, boss. I'm like, yeah, besides yeah. the mob no. shit, this is this is how I was raised. <laughs> that, dude, that first episode is so weird, too, because it's they, they didn't have the tone quite yet. It almost yeah, the, plays like Tony's a comedy narrating. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but that's about it for me. Just uh, juggling Zelda and One Piece, and then my Metal Gear playthrough is on kind of pause right now because yeah. of Zelda. But uh, other than that, I will just, say uh, it's those. I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry, but hearing no, you talk about Metal Gear has been very interesting as someone who knows like little, literally next to nothing about it. So it's oh. actually kind of made as me. I, sit want, here and I'm I like, played Metal Gear Solid. I, I played Ocelot five, the but Guns of the Patriots. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I played that and I enjoyed it on a gameplay level. But I would love to actually go back and be able to experience all that. I know you were saying some of them are pretty hard to find. If only they right? were or, fucking or accessible. Play. What yeah, a concept. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're definitely got to get into that. <laughs> yeah, but, for uh, sure. You know, Metal Gear is like the cool guy's Kingdom Hearts because like it has it's just balls to the wall crazy story. <laughs> it barely makes that. sense. Sure. They, they vomit 15 minutes worth of lore on you every Absolutely. once in a while. So, you know, just so it's a fair comparison, I think. People didn't like that when I said that on Sacred. No, I think, I think I, it's true. As fair a fan enough, of no. both like like you are, I'm just like, no, that's a fucking apt comparison. Like that's the goddamn truth. Like I, I, I would have a much better time like pitching Metal Gear than Kingdom Hearts. No, I, I would agree. I think I might be a more <laughs> open to as that. As a twenty-eight-year-old male, like, like how do I, mm -hmm. how do I talk? Yeah, uh, anime characters, Disney, uh, Hearts, Light, Darkness, Friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I have no idea even what's going on right now. What you're even talking about? So exactly. it's good. Neither do we. Neither do Hearts fans. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Uh, but that's awesome. Add? Yeah, I guess I'll go. I mean, same thing here on Tears of the Kingdom. I needed a reason to use my Switch. I think Chris said that on Sacred. I, I'm in the same way. It's just been kind of sitting there. So uh, it's been a lot of fun, though. I mean, I played Breath of the Wild like way after it came out. So it did. It, it's weird. It felt like almost a little dated in some ways, but because everything just aped everything off it. Uh, but then other than that, Jedi Survivor, I'm very close to the end. Very excited to finish okay. it off. Uh, geez, it, it's... Oh, 
I don't want to spoil anything, but it, it really took a really cool turn. And I'm excited to, to play more. It's funny because like I'm just like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, like I'm not. You're so, I'm not you're there very yet. early. Yeah, yeah. I'm just think, like, yeah. I'm like, when's like, what's gonna happen? It's, <laughs> it's very. It's a lot of fun. I mean, definitely. You know, it's been having some technical issues. I, I have been finding it fairly fine though for the most part. But yeah, other than that, a lot what's of your, tech. What's your run uh, like play time on that so far? I have no idea how long that game is. You know what? I'd really have to think about it. I want to say like maybe 20, 22 at this point. Okay. Really? I, I really haven't put. I've been. I haven't been mainlining the story, but I've definitely been playing it a considerable amount. So I, it's but again, be more that's that. my best guess. So it probably is. I don't, I'm terrible at guessing my play times to be yeah. honest. I don't think Jedi survivor has a total play time thing. Does it? So, no, but you can check it on your Xbox stats too. Actually. And if probably there. PlayStation oh. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how accurate it is. And like, if it counts when you're pausing and such, but, uh, that sounds about right because how long to beat.com has it at 19 hours. Okay. For the main story. For main story. And All then right. with main story plus extras at 31 hours. Okay. Yeah. So, that sounds about right. Cause I, you know, I, doable. I've been putting in some good man hours on the side stuff, especially now since I'm kind of like at the, at the end. But, uh, yeah, I believe I'm on the last boss. Yeah, so not, very soon. I'm not to give like up. a fucking review of it, but it's like, wait, I, I'm like, I must be like not too far behind you. And there's like, I like, I've been, I'm been a little disappointed with the planets is where, what I'm I would at. actually mm. agree with you on that a little too. I, I'm but just like, dude, I don't want to go back to Kobo. I just, I don't want to, <laughs> I agree. Actually, I, the, the hub world thing was something I wasn't the biggest fan of, especially because it was just like a forest planet. But uh, I don't know. I think they really did kind of just take everything that worked in that first game and just made it so much better. By the end, you feel like a, a master Jedi, and I, I really appreciate. It. I, I really like it. But uh, what about you, Gooch? What have you been playing? Watching oh man, so many platinums and <laughs> to, to talk about. Oh no. So I, I well, a hundred percent are platinum. Right. Hogwarts Legacy, I a hundred percent it. Good Ooh. stuff. What a weird hundred percent platinum that is. Yeah, I got to do the beginning like four times. Ugh. Right. Yeah. Great. It's horrible. Just. Do it while I was working. That's what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Working from home has its uh, has its perks, um, but like weirdly difficult with the collections stuff. Well, it's all it's a lot of percentages, right? You have to find all the collections, right? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. and the game is not really great at telling you what you do and do, don't have, and there's no real markers and such, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, Back for Blood, which uh, I kind of slaved away at months doing that. Uh, I've I. I finished my final thing which i needed to do in co-op which is probably weird to believe i did most of back for blood solo which is a good thing for preservation because when those servers go but offline you can still play the game that is and actually like very poignant i like it yeah (laughs) Yeah. um the wolf among us because we did a podcast on it um the burning shores i finished and i guess i you know i got the 100 percent um pretty good to jump back into horizon i gotta admit i i like the dlc I still have, much more than Frozen Wilds. I need to for play the first it. One. I don't know why. I just haven't gotten around I mean, to it. You're playing like Tears of the Kingdom. It's another like no, I know big dick meaty open world for game. sure. Absolutely, like, yeah. Like I think it's the last thing I would want to do. No, definitely. <laughs> Might be a summer game. Uh, Final Fantasy One Platinum, and I started Final Fantasy Two. Um, right. I finished my second playthrough of RE4, which was handgun knife only, no recovery. Um, and now I'm doing standard speed run, which is like less than five hours, which is like actually Jeez. easier than I thought it was going to be. How many runs do you have to do? Oh, like, like five, at least like seven, five or six. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Dang. Gooch is an achievement whore. Just letting you know. Uh, well, he, well, uh, well, we had, we had some choice words for, uh, 
uh, trophy hunter <laughs> on sacred symbols this week. Oh, I can't oh, wait man. to watch it. I can't wait to just I send think it to what I, what I, You know, it's funny when I like when too many games was happening last year and I first met Dot, Dustin. It, it, I think I I think I had let it slip for some reason. It like just came up that I had platinumed fucking Wolfenstein 2 and I whip that out as much as humanly possible. That's <laughs> easy. Dude, you sh- I mean I, that's one that you really should cuz there are guys that are like, "Yo, I got the Bloodborne platinum." It's like, "Shut the, shut fuck, the fuck up." up. Yeah. No one cares. So many people have that. Wolf 2 though. Yeah. That's um, one you can bring up. Well, the people that know, no. no. That's, that's I actually crazy. in in uh the Last Stand Discord like a few weeks ago like somebody talked about it and I was just like screenshot put it down i'm like there you go and then everyone was like oh my god i'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, Dude, it's like the patrick bateman. Right yeah, there. yeah yeah well let's see patrick bateman's card or what is he <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's that's actually it's yeah. terrible i love that and then uh pretty much um I, I you know this but uh i've just been going through the clone wars animated series absolutely i watched like the movie mm. and now i'm into the first season of that and Dude, doing that in like remember order, when Star right? Wars was like you know you didn't get mad about it you just liked it like what a time I don't know Dustin do you remember that time at all mm. or I, I like it's, it's hard it's really tough it's so tough to it's remember at this point it really is it's getting buried I there. uh I've lost all though okay someone I, I'm trying to remember maybe this was cut so we just had that interview with Ken Levine yes yeah and I can't remember if this part was cut but I feel safe saying it because it's not a big deal fantastic he recommended Andor. Yes. And yeah. so that was in the show. And I'm like, dude, okay, if Ken Levine re- recommends <laughs> it, he might be one of the only people to actually convince me to watch that fair. show. So no, I'm going to have fair. to watch it. So, so my pitch for it would be, and I I think I'm right in saying you're not like, you You like Star Wars, but you're not like a Star Wars fan anymore anyway. Not it. I was. Sure. I really right. was at one point. I just didn't. I'm so I don't I'm not to the point where Colin is where Colin doesn't even want to look at Jedi Survivor. I still want to play that. I think it looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, But I just am not I'm not watching Mandalorian anymore or anything like that. I'm just I'm over that. So understandable. Here's why Andor is good. It's like not really Star Wars. Dude, that's that's what I'm interested in, which is really they announced that show, The Acolyte, which takes place thousands of years Mm -hmm. before. I'm in because I'm so tired of the same cast of like what there's like 25 Star Wars characters that you yeah. just rotate in and they just at keep three different out. time periods. I'm just like, let's move on. This world is so cool enough. No, so agree. that show, I'm I'm really interested in. Well, and it's funny because we were we we have this conversation all the time. It is they're just so stuck, especially because they're like, all right, we need to make sure it fits within these main points if we stick stick to this timeline. That's obviously right. going to limit you. But yeah, no, Andor, I I can't recommend enough. It is really a character show. It's not, it's not, you're not there for the laser swords and the forest and the pushing. You're there to watch these characters just kind of talk and interact. It's great. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it's short, obviously. Absolutely. Every, and there's only one like more nine. season coming yeah. after this, I believe. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. All, All right. right. We that, ready to get started, yeah. boys? Intro us in. This is your topic. So, yeah. This actually was brought up, Dustin, because there were, you guys talked about it a little bit on the show, but there was this big snafu when. Uh, I jo- mean,. We fought about it. We did. We, we, <laughs> we had we had a, a, a real like a full well, like, on argument about it because I'm like, like, no, you're wrong. So <laughs> Jedi Survivor announced that you needed that DLC or that to, needed to download part of the game from the internet. It wasn't all on the disc, right? So right. Everyone, we were talking about this in the Discord, and everyone's like, well, why is this a big deal? That's how every game is. You need to be connected to the internet to download it from your disc. And I was like, no, that isn't true. You your game as long as you unless stated otherwise. When you are given a disc for a game, 
it is all on it. You can play it from the disc without having an internet connection. They can were I saying, jump in? Yes. So my take on it was no. Like that, like thinking back on it, it is kind of odd that I kind of was like, okay with this. I'm like, I'm like, so like from what I understood, because like every game requires you to download it, the disc is kind of like, it has something on it. It's also the license to play the game and it's downloading the majority of it from the cloud because every game you have to download. Sure. And there's no way if you're Call of Duty, there's like 200 gigs of a game on this disc. Mm -hmm. And like, obviously like some games are easier to like, you know, are, like, I don't know if a game's like 40 gigs, you could get away with it. But sure. like most games are are not. Yeah. Um, and, and so I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, no, I'm like that. Th that's not like that with any game. Because that's what <laughs> I was trying to break it down. They were like, well, this doesn't this won't happen. Like you have to download every game. I'm like, well, no, that's not true. Because I, I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go home. I'm going to uninstall God of War Ragnarok from my PlayStation. I'm going to disconnect from the Internet and I'm going to put that disc in and download it and play it from the disc. I was able to do that. And then I still didn't kind of quite get everyone. But one of the main reasons that I like to buy physical games is because I like to have the, the option of downloading it without an internet uh, connection anywhere. And that kind of just led down this whole thing of like also part, partly about preservation and, you know, we want to keep those discs around. Also, you know, we'll talk about disc rot and things like that, how that can affect it. But it kind of led into this whole thing of like, well, let's actually talk about some game preservation stuff because it would be interesting to dive into more of this stuff more deeply. But yeah, I really don't think that's as well known as we might assume. Like a lot of assumption, even like when I was seeing on Twitter, like when they announced it on the follow up for Jedi, everyone was like, uh, you have to download every game anyways, idiot. And I was like, that's just not true. So I don't know. Do you, do you know yeah. anything about like how like... How many gigabytes can we fit on a disc? Do we, I never even right. got the chance to look because it up. I, you, yeah, you guys were talking about that, and I was looking it up, and the internet is widely all over the place. Um, like there, it, The information just does not seem to be out there, from what I can tell. Right. So to my understanding, and I'm, I'm doing some quick, a quick search, sure. but the 4K... So it all has to do with how many layers are on the disc, and particularly the 4K Blu-ray. I'm pretty sure that the one the PS5 uses is 100 gigabytes, which this would make okay. sense in the fact that uh, Jedi Survivor is more than 100 gigs, mm -hmm. which might mm -hmm. be part of the reason why. Which, that's also another question, is just why is that there's so much data? Right. This is a, right. an ongoing problem yeah. with Respawn games where they don't know how to compress audio or something like that. That is interesting. But... So I think that's probably the reason why they did that. And sure. it's probably also because I think that maybe Call of Duty was the same type of thing that the game was over 100 gigs, which is part of the reason why they just made it be a, a an unlock. Mm -hmm. And I think that I get it. Like, I get why they're doing it, because they have the data on how many people are connected to the internet and how many people sure. use these types of things and that they're looking at it and be like, well, why wouldn't we do this? Uh, like, I, I think there's also something worth saying too, that I don't know if the PS five or the series X has the capabilities yet to do two discs, because oh. that was the thing with the PS four red dead, at least yeah, stuff like I, that. Right? I'm trying to remember what Colin said. I haven't looked this up. I'm just going off what Colin said. Who knows if he's right? He's Sorry. probably right. He yeah. knows this stuff. <laughs> Rockstar, when Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, went to Sony and was like, hey, we need you to uh, implement a two-disc system because this game's going to be too big. Sure. Right. So, and I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm sure they could figure it out. But sure. it, it might be possible that the PS5 currently does not support 
having an install disk and a play disk. Interesting. Which really, I, I would imagine. I I wouldn't be surprised. This is I'm I'm not saying this with authority, but sure. think about how lacking the PS5 was in features at launch, like yeah. basic stuff that yeah. you would think would be in there. Sure, it would make sense to me that that's a feature that they were thinking like, okay, we're giving people way more space on a 4K disc than a standard Blu-ray disc. And so we won't need to do that for a while. Gotcha. But now it, we almost, um, it feels like immediately, I guess these consoles have been out for over two, two years I now, know. but yeah. now we're at the point where we're having games regularly that are over a hundred gigabytes. It's crazy. So yeah. I, eventually I think it's possible that they could implement it, but I, I don't know. There's so many different ways to go with this. For sure. And this is where probably most famously on sacred symbols that we butt heads a little bit in it, not in a mean way, but like <laughs> Colin and Chris are much more trusting of the system that the system will always be around. For sure. And I think that like the physical no, console that the, no, that there like the, the cloud, right. oh, okay. the, the cloud is always going to be there to down, to, to download sure. your games from. Okay. And I'm just like, I wouldn't be so sure. <laughs> I agree. We are yeah. still we're in a super new era sure. re relatively when you think about the gaming that sure we were getting downloads on PS3 and 360 but people weren't it wasn't quite there yet that was kind of the early era and so now that we're in this new generation I'm just like I guess for now we could I I feel like we're safe for probably a few decades. I agree. But eventually, I don't know, these companies will eventually see diminishing returns. It's like we're keeping these servers up for less and less people because people just move on from games. And so I just I would right. love to think that everything's going to be available forever, but history has shown us that that is usually not the case. No, absolutely. And right. that's it's honestly a reason why the pandemic kind of trained me to not be a physical guy because getting to getting it to my house, getting out to just get to the shop when it was open was such a headache that I was just like the shop, uh, <laughs> mom and pop shop to, or the GameStop to just get it was just such a headache. So I'm like, I'm just downloading off the internet. But now that we've kind of gotten out of that era, I was talking to Gooch about this and I was like, no, I want to start buying my game physically again for partly just to know that I can always download it off my disc, but also like what you guys were even saying on the show, like I can resell that. It's a physical thing that I have that I can always you know, have ownership over. And I think that's a big thing. And I, you know, I know disc rot's a thing. I, I don't really know a ton about it. I don't know how long that takes. It's, it's like, like a, a pretty, like, I would say, like, newish like that's, concept. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, and I, I meant to look more into it before we got started here. But I know that can obviously be something that affects that disc, but that still won't happen for a while. And I agree. I, I have a bit of trust issues when it comes to the system, as you said. So I think it makes total sense. But we'll start off here, guys. I want to go around the table. We'll start with you, Dustin. Uh, why do you think game preservation is or isn't important? I think you think it is, obviously, but I just put <laughs> yeah. that in parentheses. For me, it's it's difficult because with any art form, there's always going to be an intersection of commerce and like art, like craftsmanship or artists, whatever sure, arts and art. commerce. <laughs> in order for them to work, they have to they they are like opposed to one another yet they are completely tied at the same time Absolutely. and so i think that if we view video games as art which they are and anyone who says they're not is wrong <laughs> that we it it is important for us i don't know this i don't want to take this too high level but like oh, we as humans preserve the things we've created so we can learn from them make better things whatever and to appreciate them for years to come that's why we have museums with like high art and stuff like that and so Absolutely. 
video games are special in that they are digital and so the preservation of them is theoretically so much easier than any other art form in theory right absolutely yeah but oftentimes things you know we we have issues where the the commerce commerce aspect can kind of get in the way where it's like either a rights thing or the fact that the technology moved on that's probably another intersection of like arts commerce technology you know sure. all coming together and so it i understand where the the hang-ups are but i don't know it, for me it always comes back to this thing it's like i love video games so much i love the bad ones even for what they are i wouldn't want a world with just good video games because that would they wouldn't be as interesting then if we can't compare them to stuff so i think it's important to to preserve even the bad games the obscure games the great games whatever it's part of our history in this industry no absolutely and i mean just the idea of what you're saying even with digital like yeah it is it should be just so easy to make it work and we'll talk about the reasons why certain games are tough to find but it is just frustrating gooch what about you yeah, so obviously it's important, right? Yeah. <laughs> like if if games, you know, it, we're kind of looking at it with older games, especially for, you know, NES and these bad games that just kind of like disappear mm -hmm. because nobody gives a shit <laughs> and the copies yeah. get scarcer and there's, you know, I get, well, not for NES, they're, they're cartridges, sure, but like, sure. you know, the games that nobody cares about are like probably disappearing. And I imagine in like 15 years, like, we'll get to a point where like we're looking at like PS2 games and like for some reason the PS2 game out of my ass mm -hmm. metal arms glitch in the system it physically is like lost lost yeah. time mm -hmm. you know like that's such a weird concept um so i think this conversation has a uh, has like two points of debate which is in the physical versions but also in the digital versions sure cuz i'm like Okay, I would love a digital version of, or sorry, a physical version of most of the games I have, but to know that a game is preserved digitally and it's accessible on current-gen hardware, mm -hmm. like, I think kind of trumps it. Sure. And you kind of look at, you know, we brought it up, uh, I don't I don't know if we were recording when we brought up Metal Gear, um, Metal Gear with um, just the, the entire series. It's like the best place to play it is on a PS3. Sure. But who the fuck has a PS3 kicking around that's like actually like works too? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you can play. I'm like, you can play MGS5 on a PS3. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but <laughs> you certainly can. Oh, so why is it bad. so <laughs> right? So why why is it so hard for Konami to just? We don't need a fucking remake of MGS1. Why don't they just port it? Like like, it's same with MGS4, which is the the you know the worst one like yeah um not you know is, is the one oh, that's careful. stuck i got I, <laughs> no no no, no. I, I not not the worst metal gear words from people for saying that it wasn't that i said that it wasn't quite as good there are some people what is it about metal gear solid 4 in that game people people it's, die for that game dude i i, I, I like i like mgs4 but I, I and i didn't mean it was bad in like quality i meant like it's just trapped on the ps3 Right. It, 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 yeah, but good yeah, save. MGS4 like is is very like hotly debated. I, it was that the one that you were talking about, Dustin, where it has like the weird healing mechanic where you have to do everything no, by that's hand. MGS3. That was three. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's Kojima's like midlife crisis. Got I it. like to call it. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, the, and then Death Stranding came out. Yeah. <laughs> I think he had another. Um, but yeah, it's like why is it so hard for Konami to put a franchise so many people love 
in one place. And you would think, like Dustin, like you were saying with the commerce aspect, like that would bring them in some cash, right? Or but but is I guess the idea is the balance. What's the balance well, there? Why like, is, is it, it so hard for Nintendo to port all their classic games, Earthbound, that kind of shit, the games that are like really trapped on old hardware? Like, why why does Nintendo need to release the that Mario collection and then take it away? Like, what does that do? I don't like, know, I, I don't, to be like, honest. Uh, sure, you're, like, yeah. making people really go out and buy it, but, yeah. like, like you're just kind of creating this, like, weird, like, oh, now it's worth something. Well, like, just make it available, even if it's just digital. Okay, if you want to sell the physical thing on a limited quantity, sure. Yeah. But, oh, I can just go to the Switch and play it. Yeah. And it's, like, the best version of the game, and uh, hopefully it plays well. Yeah, that but, is like, weird. Like, especially like, Nintendo, you think these companies uh, and Xbox kind of champions it with backwards compatibility. Why I can play like Crimson Skies on like my Series X, I don't know. But that's awesome that you can, right? But even I will say with Xbox, like they're backwards compatible. It's great. And I appreciate it. But doing research on it, all that does is allow you to download an emulated version from their server. Like we were saying, right. Dustin. So right. you have to still be relying on Xbox even if you have the disc, I have episode three, Star Wars, on Xbox, original Xbox. Yeah. I can plug that in, but I still it's have to have an it. internet connection to download that from their server because right. it downloads True. an emulated version and of that I, game. Anything At least download. I believe that's how it works. Maybe don't yeah, quote me on that. It just downloads uh, a, a thing, and you're, so your disc is just like, a, you know, that like is your the Jedi key Survivor code. disc, it's yeah. an unlock. Yeah, interesting. So Yeah, and like Sony's trying to do it. Well, like, I, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about like when I got to this point in the conversation like a week ago. It's And I have the service. What the fuck is PlayStation's streaming thing called? I have it. I don't even know what the fucking name is. Oh, is that premium? Still going? Like, uh, premium. Yeah, is no. it premium? Like, <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. And there's like know. three tiers. Like, oh, we know man. what we're talking about. But like, okay, it's great. I can play... Sly, even the uh, the Sly collection that's locked on PS3. I sure, can, I can play that. Oh, yeah. Is it great? Fuck no, <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, dude, yeah. it's so bad. Oh, the but, streaming, their streaming solution sucks. But at least I can play it. <laughs> I know, but that's still. <laughs> mm -hmm. It is interesting because that's I feel like where we're getting into the issue of like, why aren't you just unlocking? Like, if it is that easy, why aren't why aren't they? Or, or I guess with PlayStation Three games, that's a big issue, right? Was was yeah. taking that over? Yeah. So I, I don't know, but. Yeah, for me, I don't know. When it comes to preservation, mine might just be a little selfish. I just want to be able to play games in like 10 years. I want to be able to make sure. concept. I, I know, like in 20 years. And I, I do just not want to have to rely on these Microsoft, PlayStation, their servers always being there. Mm -hmm. uh, I am with, I guess I'm with Colin and Chris a little bit in the way of like, I really would be surprised if that happened. But at the same time, I don't, I don't know. I don't trust a lot of companies like that. I feel like they'll, they'll do what's ever in their best interest commercially so i don't know i i really would just be able to always like to download these games somehow whether it be like i know this is asking a lot like some type of third-party service where you can transfer your purchases over to again that would never happen that's that that would be too optimal but i don't know so let, let's move on to the reasons why some games apparently are, are very tough to find so we talked about copyright and issues and licensing issues so games that face challenges and complex licensing agreements they might be removed from distribution platforms uh can result in delisting de uh, de in marketplaces obviously do you guys know any like really notable examples of this that came out recently i do have some down here for sure but uh so because of licenses yeah because i know so i know there's, the original right in the back of my mind the original gtas i know are really tough to you can't buy them digitally uh, at least the original editions because a lot of their music is copyright so i know this didn't happen yet mm-hmm 
Rock Band and Guitar Hero is going to be interesting when that fucking happens inevitably. Or maybe it already has. I think it has on certain but, things. But like we I feel like we would have heard about it. Like those mm-hmm. games are all music based. So like what happens when the copyrights are up for those And the license agreement. Yeah, I don't See I really it. wouldn't know how that works. To yeah. be honest, that w- that's a very interesting question though. I'm sure there's something when they're licensing those things out where it's like Obviously, you can't have a deal that goes indefinitely, but I'd assume it's a pretty lengthy one, but I, I really don't know. Uh, yeah. Dustin, it's usually ahead. music, like you said. You're, yeah. You mentioned Grand Theft Auto. I was just searching because I was trying to remember some examples, and this is crazy to me, so I'm, you're seeing me react in real time. But <laughs> do you guys remember that game Fuser from Harmonix? Yeah, it sounds very familiar. Is Did it, it like, come out after Rock Band? Game? Or was it before? It, so this wasn't that long ago because what's crazy is that I previewed this game at PAX, either PAX 2019, yeah. I think, or maybe 2018, but I think it might have been 2019. So anyway, oh, it's there. like this game where you remix different tracks and music's, music together and stuff yeah, like that. This sounds familiar. Mm. And, and to me, to my understanding, is that at this point, they had made copyright or figured out how to sign copyright agreements to work in the digital era where they didn't need to do any of this kind of stuff. Interesting. But I'm just reading now. I didn't know this. On December 3rd, uh, Rock Paper Shotgun posted an article that they uh, delisted the game in 2020. Oh so it was barely even it was, was on sale for out. like maybe two years. But yeah, <laughs> That's I'm just guessing it was a, a licensing thing or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. maybe Harmonix because this went down, but for the most part, they've been really good about Rock Band That's because thought, yeah. those they? DLC songs that I bought on Xbox 360 when I was in high school, yeah. I can still, for the most part, go download. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, that's. I feel like you'd have, to, especially with a game like that, you have to work out something like that where you know, yeah. like, this is entirely music based. So right. I feel like that could run right. into some issues. But yeah, some other reasons are some uh, are regional availability. I don't know how big, how prevalent that one is. I was kind of Googling around and seeing like what were kind of some major reasons that I think you probably get a lot of Japanese titles. Yeah. Um, like, you know, some like weird shit. Well, and I know certain games are, kind. are banned. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. absolutely. <laughs> some games are banned in other countries, right? Like, when you, we were, uh, you guys were talking about like Saudi Arabia just said one game isn't going to release there, or it was a pretty notable game. Yeah, Final Fantasy yeah. 16. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. And I know you can, you guys were saying you can import that and stuff still, but, uh, yeah, that can always run into some issues. And then, obviously, I think a big one is outdated tech. You obviously run into that majorly with those PlayStation games. I feel like I hear you guys talk about it all the, all the time on, on the show, too, and it, I, I'm the same way. Like, how have we not invested the time into just figuring that out? Like, how hard is I'm that? I mean, it must be insane. Obviously, I don't know yeah. technical issues at all. I'm not a techie guy when it comes to how consoles work. But it just blows my mind, some of those games that aren't, aren't stuck on that generation that I guess we can play through uh, Xbox in some places, but uh, I mean those PlayStation exclusives are right. Tough. It's the it's a it's like like MGS four. Yeah, it's exclusive. And there's an there's a like I mean to bring up MGS uh, the MGS HD collection uh, got taken off the stores. That's pretty uh, you know famous. And, and you guys have talked about it. We've talked about it um, before. It's because of the archival footage in MGS three. Oh, that no. they did right. not review the copyright. Still down off the store. Still can't buy it. Um, well, so, dude, so hold on. Let's, let's talk about this for a second. This is really yeah, yeah, important. Yeah. This is, I think, one of the core arguments about this is that when that went down, Konami said, "Oh, don't worry, yeah. we're gonna bring it back it'll soon." Back. That was like a year ago. Yeah, yeah, maybe more than that. I can't remember when. I'm so glad I bought it right before I bought it digitally when they said they were gonna take it down because it was five bucks. Oh, yeah, I have, I have it and digitally. Yeah, yeah, but dude, it's like, oh, we're gonna bring it. We're gonna 
we're gonna bring it back. Yeah. It's like, are you? Yeah. Are you really? Because it's been a long time now, and that's the thing. That's where this trust in the system. This is the reason why that for reasons like this, because <laughs> I, I remember agree. on Sacred yeah. Symbols when it happened, Colin was like, "Oh yeah, they'll bring it back." <laughs> yeah. Where's that? Where, Colin? Is, no, and then, where is it? Well, and like I was just saying, what oh, I man. thought you were going to say, it's like, oh, now everyone's like, well, they haven't brought it back because of the remake. And it's like, I think now we're just like stirring this fucking pot. <laughs> like We're just trying to figure out why they wouldn't have brought this beloved franchise collection back to, to storefronts. And it's just that, like, it is weird. And but you can still download it. You're, you guys are saying, right? Like you, as long as since you purchased yeah. it before yes. it was taken down, you will. Yeah. Always, okay. Yeah. And but that is still insane. Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. I still think one of the weirdest things I heard you guys talk about, or at least Colin, was uh, how they did try to implement, GameStop was trying to implement, like, digital rentals, which I was like, I really... was a used digital sales. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, again, I don't... <laughs> Nothing worse. Oh, you know what? Maybe we can use NFTs for that. No, I'm kidding. I, you guys yeah. that, too. But, uh, yeah, it, it is kind of wild. But, yeah, Discrot, I did want to look into more, but that just seems like something that, obviously, your discs will break down after so many years, I guess, is the idea. I don't know yeah. how prevalent that is, obviously, yet, because we don't really have many super old CDs. I, I mean, I guess we have old CD-ROMs and stuff now, but, you know, we, we just you know, are kind of getting out of the uh, the, the Blu-ray era. Go ahead, Dustin. Yeah, the, the disc thing is really interesting to me, and I know a tiny bit about this from my old job, where in my old job do, in the like doing video production stuff, we did DVD duplication for people, mm -hmm. and it was important that we always clarified that it was duplication, because... There's a difference between CD uh, replication and duplication. Interesting. Replication uses a burned disc and puts little ink dots with a laser with the code in it. Okay. And so, and replication uses an actual physical imprint on the metal part of a disc. Got it. And so, I would imagine that the discs that we're buying when you buy a game from a store or whatever is the replication. So, it's a more long-lasting than, in theory, an ink based one Got that it. or whatever maybe it's not ink that's probably not the right word but you guys you know some, what I, mean. I know but, i totally right. understand yeah some type of markation or mark i wonder i need to, i'm very curious about disc rot as well because i don't know if i've ever experienced it with any of my old games sure my ps1 games all of them are totally fine and yep. those are the oldest discs i have what's funny is i do have one game that i think has disc rot but okay. i don't really know why and it's my copy of rock band 3 <laughs> For 360. You were just playing it too much, Dustin. I, I, I get it. It's, under, it's understandable. Oh, I did too. I mean, dude, I game. was playing that game all the time. Yeah. But when I look at the disc, I'm going to have to pull it out and see if I can get a picture of it. Yeah. There's a weird spot in the disc where it looks weird. It's not scratched up, but there's something that went weird with it over the years and it mm. doesn't really work anymore. So like, I don't know. Like it could warp? just be a fringe yeah, case. Like, or, like what? I'm really going to pick your brain here. Like, yeah, what, what is it? What, what, what does it look like? Is it just like, like discolored or, yeah. There's a spot in the disc that looks slightly different, okay, like discolored. So I'll see if I can get a picture of it. But oh, it's, that'd be interesting. Yeah. It's weird, and that's the only time I've ever experienced anything like that. Like I have scratched games that don't work quite as well. But I'm curious if people are actually concerned about disc rot. I'm sure it can make sense. Everything deteriorates. Right. Period. No matter what. So I would imagine that it could be a problem. Well, but I just. It yeah, was just good. funny. I'm sorry to interrupt, but it was just funny because I was seeing this all online. Like people were like, "Yeah, well, what happens when the disc rots?" I'm like, 
I feel like I only see people bringing this up when they want to be like, well, fuck your physical games. And I'm like, okay, I guess so. But it, it is interesting because that's that's why I didn't actually even really have it on here, but I kept in these last couple of days seeing people kind of bring it up. So I was like, and, and if, I did want to at least talk about it a little like bit. like taking care of your games, and when I even say that, it, I mean just like on a shelf, not in a crawl space, yeah. in a dark, dank dingy room yeah yeah, yeah. like I, I think your game is probably like pretty well preserved absolutely but like I, i'm sure people are like unearthing discs that haven't seen the light of day in 30 years and like they're really right. fucked up and like okay like that makes sense but like just like if you were to put physical pictures or yeah. a book no like, absolutely of course it's gonna be fucked like up. like okay. Dustin said everything's gonna deteriorate so like it, yeah. it's just a matter of time and i feel like we'd hear more about like larger cases of it maybe i don't know i just Again, like I said, I feel like I only hear when people are like, stupid physical games, it'll disc rot. I'm like, okay, it's fine. It'll disc rot. But uh, yeah, so those were kind of some of the reasons that you probably won't be able to find something, and that's why we probably should preserve some things. So talking about some notable games that are tough to find, uh, I just kind of threw this into the old Google. I don't know a ton about these guys. I definitely know some names, but we're starting off with Mega Man Legends 2, which was released on the PlayStation in 2000 uh, due to licensing issues uh, and the developers uh, closing the game was never re-released digitally, making it a challenging to find and play outside owning the original disc. So it's on PS1? Correct. Dustin, you know anything Dude, about I this? I have that. You do? Yeah. I actually bought that from another listener at Too Many Games what, last, last year. What, last year? <laughs> That's <Yeah>. so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I, was, I was looking at a copy at a stand, and it was 175 bucks, And I'm like, that is too much Dude, for me. that's too real. That By the way, I know <laughs> my, bro- yeah. my brother started, he knows nothing about video games. I love him. But he started buying a bunch of old video games and stuff to, to like invest in. I'm like, no, Tom, you're driving it all up. You're driving it all up. Yeah. What are you doing? No, yeah. But he's we got- don't want people like him. Get out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, Get away. But, uh, so- but yeah, I happened to buy that game because I loved that game as a kid. I hmm. owned it. Um, well, I don't know if it was me or uh, my one really good, my my uncle that I played games with all the time. who's just a little older than me. We played that game all the time. And uh, yeah, now it ends up being a super rare game that I mean, it's not. I'm wondering, I'm curious. I'm always curious about like copies and stuff because it is a rare. It's a rare, well-known game. There's right. two sure. types of rare. There's like. It's rare, it's in demand because people knew about it. Right. And then there's stuff like Atlas games mm-hmm. on the PS1 or before, even if you like Atlas games on Sega. <laughs> these are really, they're actually rare. Okay. And sometimes they're in demand and sometimes not, but it doesn't really matter just because there's so few copies. Sure. Sure. And are they yeah. Japanese only or are they in English? No. Um, I'm trying to think like some of the Atlas games on PlayStation. Dude, I mean, a prime example that people know about now is Persona 1 and 2 yeah. on PS1. Mm-hmm. No one gave a, you know, a shit. gave a fuck yeah. about these old Persona games yeah. at the time until, you know, Persona 3, 4, and now 5, of course. Now they're huge. huge but, yeah. Uh, dude, yeah, Atlas games. I remember I was at a video game store a few weeks ago and I saw there was a, I don't remember what it was called, but it was an Atlas game on Sega and it was like two or three hundred dollars just because there were these niche RPGs that they were porting over for a very limited audience at mm. that time. And so it's not only was it a smaller pool of just people playing games in general, but then they were RPG gamers and stuff like that. So, yeah, that definitely will drive up the price. No, absolutely. And I mean, I do think even just when something, there's so little of something and obviously then people are like, well, we want that. It, I read this whole article one on t- online one time was like years ago, but it was talking about the state things have to get to before they're like incredibly valuable. Like they have to be so 
devalued to the point where like people are just throwing them in the trash but then finally for some it's like the superman number one comic like no one thought to ever keep one of those but then someone found one in their closet and it's worth a million dollars so it is just interesting how collections work like that and and what ends up being worth something yeah and it it probably takes like like nowadays an article or a headline about a rare game and then people like get on it and then it just drives up the price again because everyone just gets aware because like i love my brother but he's just jumping in there because he sees like oh this is worth something i'm like come on man you're driving it all up what are you doing but he's got a really nice playstation 2 and some old madden games which have been actually fun to play so Hmm. either way uh next up we got the legend of zelda four swords adventure a multiplayer focused zelda game released on gamecube in 2004 it required multiple game boy advanced handhelds to play with friends and the requirements of the additional hardware obviously made it hard to experience this game, and a lot of people just didn't hang on to it. And I don't think it's very easy to so find you digitally. So c- you can't play it single player. I don't think so, as that, far as I'm that's understanding. That's pretty wild. Yeah, mm. and you need Game Boys to play it, which I, again, peripheral stuff is always interesting. Yeah, to me. Uh, doesn't the game uh, the GameCube have like a bunch of weird. Like, like, like slot on, on yeah. things that you yeah. There's the Game Boy Player, <laughs> and then there's the yeah the Game Boy Adapter too. I've never used the Game Boy Adapter where there was, I think there was a that connected with like the WarioWare game. Interesting. And then also uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, uh, I yeah. think, used it. So lots of weird stuff on that. And are those expensive? Those you know, so, the, the, like the player and stuff. I think if you wanted a full setup, it would be pretty expensive. I just looked now. Four Swords is not that bad on price charting. Right now, it's sitting at $95 approximately, which, I mean, for GameCube stuff... It's pretty good. I mean, you're looking at, like, Paper Mario, A Thousand Year Doors, 100 bucks right now. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the... Why why are GameCube games expensive? So, GameCube, in, in my best theory on why... GameCube in particular is so hot right now is that there's people that are our age, you know, right. that are late 20s, early 30s that grew up with GameCube stuff. And right now, Nintendo is more popular than ever. And so mm-hmm. there's and people, I think, realize like these games are still really good. And then in addition to that, and this isn't a slight at all towards uh, different YouTubers, but think about scott the waz who gets millions and millions of hits and he and does he does he loves gamecube and does a lot of gamecube stuff and sure. not just him there's other developers or not developers youtubers sure. that uh they when they make content on things like this the price shoots up in fact i'm not totally sure i i know scott the waz did a gamecube video in the last year i'm wondering if you can see the price charting average as go he's doing up them. when yeah. he released a video i i would not doubt <laughs> it because it makes sense dude there's examples of this like uh nick robinson who is you know a youtuber that does a lot of gaming stuff the guy who was at he, rev 3 that yes. nick robinson yeah. yeah okay he did a video about that xbox game it's not Scalebound, but for some reason i want to say scale Scalebound. the one that got canceled right Am yeah I, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That xbox exclusive mm-hmm. It's the game that... Oh, Phantom Dust. Oh. Do you guys remember this game? Yeah. Yes. He did a video about Phantom Dust, and the price for the game went through the roof. It wasn't... A, no one cared about Phantom Dust. Not, not even when did. they announced the remake? Or the, the reboot? What Weren't they doing something? Was I wrong? Yeah. I don't remember, they, to be honest. They released it um, for free, and they were gonna do a new reboot or yeah. something like that. Yeah, this was but, like a few years ago. Like, not mm. that long ago. Maybe like 2015, 2014, something like that. Yeah, 
Let me look here. Okay, so this is really interesting to me. <laughs> uh, in June of 2022, the CIB copy was $15 for this game. And wow. then one month later, in July, it was $100. <sighs> so I, I'm seriously curious Jesus. if... Um, oh let's see if when we go like to... When, we yeah, when that released... When that video came uh, out, I'm so let's curious. Let's connect the dots. Yeah, here, let's folks. do. Let's do some investigation. <laughs> lot, I like okay. it. He ten months ago did a video, Nick Robinson. Okay. Xbox's forgotten masterpiece, and it's Phantom Dust. Mm -hmm. And so, wait, ten months ago, premiered July first, twenty twenty one, or twenty twenty. Was this twenty twenty one? Oh no, yeah, July first, twenty twenty two. Okay. So that lines right up then? What were you saying? It, or... it directly lines up. <laughs> so, so like, back oh to my, my goodness. thing about, like, a headline, let's take it, and a YouTuber does a video, and, like, just rams the price right up right up through the roof. No, I know. It's almost like yeah. these can be almost stocks in a way sometimes. Like, imagine if you just had that game before he go, he goes crazy with it, and then you can just sell like Yeah, it's, but it's 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 only... But you it's don't only know how it's going to happen. Like, yeah. Collectors and gamers who of course. Are like really yeah. have their eye on it. But it, it is funny. It's like... It's you know, wild. And Dustin, you talk about it a lot. Like, you go to, like, garage sales, and it's like, here's a bin of games. And this person has no idea what they have or don't or do. And it's like, okay, like, you could probably get something for really cheap. <laughs> or <laughs> And just, like, be like, yeah, a dollar for, you know, whatever. And there's actually, like, a $50 game. It's like, you're in luck. It's I actually have a question for you, Dustin. Have you ever yeah. gotten a, like... Has anyone ever handed you a game and been like $2 and you're like, that's like, wait, I feel bad like paying you this. Or are you just like, nah, I don't care. Give me that. Like, that's like, has there ever been one that they've handed you where you're like, I can't just give you $2 for this. Like, I, I feel bad because so, I know collectibles are, uh, can be tough. One guy talked me out of buying a collectible actually when we I were will, at, uh, I will at, never uh, at Comic-Con like that. years ago, but never forget that. Oh my God. That was crazy. Sorry. <laughs> Honestly, I've not even been in that situation sure. really that often. The, the biggest example was I found a guy that was selling a bunch of PS one games for a dollar a piece. And so I got final fantasy seven for a dollar, oh, wow. nice. which is pretty, that's like a, a I don't, don't get me wrong. That's a great score. Sure. It's like, Normally, I think Final Fantasy VII is like a forty yeah, or like fifty third. dollar yeah. game. So that's like, pretty good. Sure. But that's not enough to make me feel guilty. No, that's that makes not total life changing sense. money, or Absolutely. that's not a few hundred dollars, yeah. whatever. But yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm so mixed about this sure. in that I think a lot of times when people are selling stuff that cheap or, or something like that. They're just they they might not even care. Yeah. They're just like I'm just trying to get rid of this stuff. If someone goes and flips it, then more power to them. Absolutely. But I I'm not gonna do that. Gotcha, you know what gotcha. I mean? So I don't know. I I think that I've seen examples of every once in a while I'll watch on YouTube guys that go to yard sales, whether it's gaming or not, where someone bought this huge binder of sports cards. He's like, yeah, give me a hundred dollars for that. And the guy was like, here, I'm giving you three hundred because yeah. it's worth a lot more than that. And I think that's cool for sure. You yeah. know, I don't think it's necessary as long as you know the parties agree. Some, you know, you never want someone who's trying to pull one over Absolutely. on somebody. Yeah. That's that's always the thing for me. And dude, that's a thing. I know we're slightly off topic. It's okay. <laughs> when I did my when I was doing retro gaming YouTube stuff and i was making yeah. deals at conventions i made sure to never film myself doing a deal because i see youtubers do that all the time where they're like oh making a deal left yeah, and right yeah. and someone's holding up a camera i'm like that feels ethically wrong to me yeah right. to do that, that does feel so weird. i think that's part of it too you gotta 
you gotta, you know, be respectful. Getting deals is fine. Just uh, don't try to pull one off on the grandma. You know, that's no, just kind of. I like it's not, it. It's not right. No, that makes sense. And it's always just curious when you're dealing with like in like deals like that, where you're just one person or another. It's like, I'll give you this. I'll give you that. So it's very curious. But all right, next up, we got. Uh, I think this is a big one. I really don't know much about this, but I feel like it's a, a game. I'm here. I hear mentioned all the time. Sweep it in two. Would oh, that yeah. be a big? Yeah, that's yeah, what I thought. I, yeah, I, I, feel, I thought I heard do. you guys mention this a lot. So release. You for the, can. I have it right. If you on my video, we'll where, zoom in, where yeah. my finger is, it's right there. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, but yeah, original. Dude, oh, please go ahead, John. Doesn't. Well, sorry. Yeah, I don't want to interrupt you. Um, but uh, it um, yeah, it's a really expensive game that yeah. I really, really wanted, but I refused to spend. Uh, well, at the time, I think it was three hundred and fifty dollars for wow. that game. Oh my god. So what I did was. I realized I had, uh, when it came out, I got Xenoblade Chronicles 2 Special Edition on a price error at Target for $60 gotcha. for the Special Edition. I don't know what happened. Sure. I played it, and I barely touched Special Edition. I didn't really like the game, yeah. and I held on to it for years just because like, I don't know what to do with this. Sure, right. It was worth $350 wow. <laughs> later on. Wow. So I sold that, and then... Bought Suikoden two with the money because it's the only way I could justify it. In that I was, it was just money in, money out. No, that makes I sense. It. I, I feel but, like I do that with a lot of purchases. You need to make yourself feel a little bit good about it in some way. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Just spending three fifty out of my own pocket would have felt. I don't know. I don't think I could do that. But no, absolutely. It's a cool game. I never ended up finishing it just because other stuff came out, mm -hmm. but. I think the price is going down for it now because oh, wow. they're doing that remaster. Got so. it. Okay. Yeah, so what, yeah. what kind of game is it? I really genuinely don't know. Is it like a third person? Like it's, 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 it's obviously a, 1999. So it's an older one. So yeah, it's a, it's an RPG that doesn't even, it's not even, I mean, it has some 3d elements, but it's mostly sprites and stuff, got it, but got it. it's, it's unique in that the Suikoden games are all about having like tons of party members. The first game has a hundred different, playable party members that you wow. can have in the game and so and that's the second one is all about that and also it has a big like base building element where you could come back and build a base and stuff like that so yeah it's a it's a really cool game uh, i really do want to get back to it but right now everything is so busy with Absolutely. new releases and yeah. stuff but too many games dude it's a, it's, it's a neat one and uh definitely one of the more expensive ones all right cool and then you they're doing a remake you guys said or or a re-release or, or was that yeah what is, it's is, like a remaster in that they're keeping the same sprites and they're keeping it really true to the original i'm curious it. about how much it's going to be remade it wow. kind of has that that 2d hd style that's I see, Octopath, okay. yeah yeah you i'm surprised to hear that they're not redoing the the, the sprite art that's kind of weird dude it looks awesome because they're it, like I said, it's the, since it's that Octopath style, yeah. the original sprites only it's got like cool lighting and um, like better. Some of the backgrounds were three D, which I think looked cool at the time, but now they're kind of look a little more dated. So, sure. I the what we've seen of that trailer when they announced it looked very cool and respectful to the awesome. original while modernizing. Yeah, all right, that's always cool to hear. Nothing's worse than when you just see some, like a remake or something come out and they just. You don't even understand what's happening. I guess they kind of right. did. Like GTA. Well, yeah, GTA. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to talk about that. Um, anyways, next up, we have Snatcher, which was developed by yeah, Hideo Kojima, of course. This was a cyberpunk adventure game released for the Sega CD in 1994. Due to its limited availability uh, of the, and the Sega CD's niche, niche audience, it has become a rare sought-after game, making it difficult to find and play legally. 
Yeah. So Gucci, you know, Gucci is yeah. our resident Hideo Kojima. Yeah. So, fanboy, so, so I, I feel like this is the issue with police knots in a way too, but a little bit different. Cause like police knots was never localized. So any localization of it is a fan translation and, and em- emulated. Okay. Um, so like police knots is the same thing. You can't play it on current day hardware but it's a Hideo Kojima game so you better believe people want to fucking play it Absolutely. and it's pretty cool yeah uh, same with police knots um they're like you know uh, what are they like tech yeah point and click adventure games okay pretty much um I would love to see Kojima do a game like that by the way like a smaller point and click game that would mm-hmm. be fucking wild on 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 the level that he is now um but yeah so like I I Again, it's it's a really like it's a well known game. People sure. know what Snatcher yeah, and yeah, Police yeah. Knots are. You kind of would think Konami, at least at some point, would have been like, "Why don't we just like put this out digitally and like rake some money in?" Um, like I, I don't really understand. Like like they know people are illegally emulating their games, and Nintendo knows this too. So you think they would like just cash in and just make the game available for people to play. So one, you have official version Two, maybe it's remastered kind of nicely. It doesn't yeah. need to be a remake, um, but it maybe it just looks better. It's, sure. it, it's HD. Cool. Great. Um, and yeah, and then make a little money on the side. Like, why is that so hard? <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Please. Go, you would think, I think it probably has to do with Konami's bone to pick with Kojima that they're just like, no, they don't even want to acknowledge him at all at this point but right. you always think i mean money speaks louder than anything else Absolutely. But, but even back in the know. day you know like, yeah dude this game i just realized looked out i didn't know this it's 1200 dollars. <laughs> yeah that makes sense to CD. me with, with them yeah. i don't know how it's but again so it was, like it's it's probably expensive because then you have to have like it's not it's not a genesis game, no it's right? sega cd, CD. so right. like apparently so you have to have that niche. fucking thing <laughs> yeah so i don't know how dude. big that was even in the back in the day and they re-released the, it twice, I think, like shortly after it came out. Um, hmm. Police Knots was the same way because uh, like Metal Gear was on MSX. Mm-hmm. And then like, yeah, Sega right. CD, like they have early like weird console ports for those games, but they're not, it, you know, it's not like oh, it's on PS1 or something like that. Sorry, Dustin. Yeah, no, no, you're good, man. Uh, Sega CD is really an interesting console just because there was a lot of niche JRPGs and stuff that came over that are now all worth like a ton of money. Something like Lunar or Lunar Silver Star, that's like a $180 game. And Jesus. then, yeah, Snatcher at $1,200. That's $1, but, $1, but it makes sense because uh, everyone knows about it who's a Kojima fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I guess. And of course, you know, Kojima has his following, his, his, his heartfelt following, which is great. And I mean, um, it, that doesn't, it like surprises me a little bit, but also kind of doesn't in a weird way. I'm curious, his first game, uh, I don't, I don't really think he like, he he was worked on it. I, I forget his role on it was. I think it's called Penguin Popper. Okay. And I don't know mm. what it's on or if it was an arcade game, but I'm sure that's worth a lot of money just because Kojima worked on it. But I don't know what the fuck it's on. <laughs> but it was the first game he worked on when he was at Konami, and yeah, I'm sure it's just expensive because of that. That would make sense. <laughs> hmm. Well, guys, any other like notable examples that you can think of? I don't. These were kind of the big ones that I came up with that, that we didn't talk about. Didn't, didn't something big just recently happen? That it was mm. like I I I I, I know it's some very type general. of like yeah, something did happen recently. So, something I got delisted recently. Well, oh, I knew I wanted to bring this one up. The Pixel remasters delisted other ver. I mean, you could still play Final Fantasy one through six, but um, the the like 
Dawn of Souls, like yeah. like different versions of Final Fantasy one, two, five, and six are now like not on stores because the Pixel remasters overtook them. Gooch, I'm glad and you Square brought that took, up right, too. Took them down because that's what they did. I think they put them back up after, but that's what they did with the GTA trilogy. They took down all the original. Once they released the the update, they took down all the original files, so you can buy them. I think they're back up now. If I'm not mistaken, you can purchase them. But like I I do own uh, San Andreas uh, on on Xbox, like the original. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know if you can purchase that. They might have released. Blizzard it, but- did a similar thing with Warcraft Three: Reign of Chaos and its expansions. Uh, reforged, yeah. just took it over. It's yeah. like oh, like you can't play the original Warcraft Three anymore. You have to play the remaster, and that was. Hor- like a horrible game. Um, I remember, like, I don't even really remember why. I don't know if it ran badly, yeah. but it was just like not really well received, just like everything Blizzard puts out these days. Um, so hopefully Diablo 4 will, will change it around, but like the, the last few games they, they put out, and I think like, the first one to start it was that Warcraft 3 remaster, and it was just like, yeah, like, well, you took away the original game. Why? People, yeah, what are you doing? Like, I have it, I have it physically. So if you have it physically, you're good. But that like, is interesting. It was available digitally on uh, Battle.net. Again, it's, like, it's why, the system. Why it's the it man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, what about you, Justin? Anything that we might have missed? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I know recently, because I, I, I knew that there was something, and this is more small scale, but sure. Nintendo has taken down, uh, they, they have been doing these cool, really awesome, small scale Battle Royale games with... I think it was like there's tetris 99 mm, and there's yeah. pac-man 99 pac-man 99 going down really that it will no longer be available wow uh, i don't know when exactly i had it up a second ago but so that in the mario version which i think was like mario 30 something 32 30 mario 35 i think yeah. is what it was yeah, I, that's wow. been delisted hmm. and that was super cool but yeah it's um it's one of those things that's just like, especially, you know, you think about these digital games with the 3DS eShop and the Wii U shop that a lot of those games were never ported over to anything and just have died recently. The death of all these games that were only on those two systems. And now that the eShop's gone on both of them, it's just totally gone. And so, and yeah, you will be able to re-download them, I think, for a certain amount of time. But look at the Wii. The, the, for there was a time when you couldn't purchase anymore, but you could re-download, and now you can't do that either. Yeah, that they're just that's gone. wild. I feel like I didn't. I, I I mean, maybe I just wasn't in the right circles, but I I feel like when the 3DS store went down, like I, of course I heard about it right initially, but I feel like I I, I feel like I should have heard about it more. Like mm. people like again, maybe it's because I'm like I'm not a Nintendo gamer, so I'm, I wouldn't be like really like my ear wouldn't be to the ground with Nintendo shit. But I just feel like they're real. Like I wish I heard somebody like really getting up in arms about this about Nintendo doing this because if anyone probably needs to hear shit like that, it's Nintendo. Yeah, no, <laughs> that makes sense. And I will say another kind of perfect example of like why this could be an issue. It's a bit of a sidebar, but is this shit we're seeing with a lot of the streaming services where they're just pulling down shows to not have to pay licensing fees and stuff like that. Like I know HBO max pulled down a ton of their, uh, animation. Disney's pulling off a ton of their shows. So they just don't have to pay. Like, obviously that's not like one-to-one with video games, but like 
who like like Dustin was saying earlier, what happens when these companies are like, well, this isn't really profitable to keep this going anymore. So yeah, like how am I going to watch the Halo show when Paramount Plus inevitably closes <laughs> the seminal the Halo show? Like, yes, how how like it's, <laughs> it's, it's true. a great no. show. <laughs> well, and a lot of even those things don't exist on physical media, which is frustrating. Thankfully, that hasn't happened yet totally with games. But I mean, we are seeing games being released without any physical release now, right? In certain respects. Right. Like so, yeah. Well, and we talked about the a lot. That's coming out but in a few days. A, a famous Kojima thing with PT on yeah. the, you know the Silent Hills demo, just totally delisted. Can't download it. You just sprinkled some salt in the wound. For he Jesus sold Jericho. his PS4 with fucking PT on it like an idiot. Dang it! Listen, <laughs> I didn't know. go ahead. I think there might be a way that you can get PT <laughs> on PS5 on on a. Maybe not on PS5. I think there there probably are is a way somewhere, but yeah, I think there's a way you that. can like trick a server to re-download to it. it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I just was like, because if I that. have to sell that PlayStation, I would have to sell my profile too, right? And isn't like I will like because I oh wait you still have no it's PS- gone uh, it's gone. But oh, if I gone, were because I was thinking about it because I was just like I don't know I'd have to give them my profile too, right? Like if I were to sell yeah, it because yeah, they'd right. have to and there's a ton of games and stuff on that and I don't I don't know. I needed the money. It was terrible. I wish I kept it, but it's what it is. I mean, definitely one of my, you know, speaking of like giving things away, like I like, and I genuinely mean this. One of my biggest regrets in my life, selling my PS2 collection, selling my 360 mm. collection. Like I, like I, like I, we all have been there. Yeah. I needed money for the Xbox one. So I traded in all my 360 games. And you know, when I was a kid, Oh, I'm on a 360. I don't need these PS2 games anymore. Like, and, and sure. I, like I could re, get that collection but dude i had like you know like mlb 2k5 like (laughs) like a game that i don't care at all about but like weird games that i probably like don't didn't even remember i have and i'm like yeah it wouldn't be the same like Mm -hmm. i i I couldn't tell you like what weird like random games i had that i probably wouldn't be able to recall unless i like just looked at my collection no absolutely and that's kind of the danger like you're saying and it's so true i did the same thing i just i gave my xbox and my all my old xbox games and just got the money and got the new system wish i didn't do that but uh, yeah yeah because um once i started listening to sacred uh like dustin you kind of like turned me on into being like more like aware like I've, i've i've always bought games physical always but um, listening to you and Maddie over on Duke and, and his channel, I was like, yeah, like why? Like, I, I think I just became more of aware of the, the, the niche around buying games and like that I wasn't just in before. Cause I didn't hear anybody talking about it and nobody in my circles was talking about it. And then I'm listening to you and Maddie talk about it. And I'm like, yeah, why don't I like, bu- like buy these games? Like, why have I never thought about like these older games that I just want? Maybe I can I, do that. Maybe yeah. I don't even play it, but like, I just want to have it. Sure. Like, why haven't I not thought mm-hmm. about doing this? And, um, and it really kind of like, like kickstarted me like literally last year to like, just kind of like buy games physically older stuff, retro Definitely games. him. Um, and yeah, even stuff modern that I'm like, ah, I have Wolfenstein one digital on PS4. I'm going to have to get a physical copy of that at some point. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, dude, it's, it's fun collecting. I mean, it's, it's, you gotta be careful because I do see people and I am guilty of this hundred percent is that you see collectors that buy stuff just to, how about this? Collectors are buying stuff just to have it. That is a fact. And that's okay. Sometimes the pleasure you can have something is just in owning it. 
but you can't get carried away where you're like, well, I guess I'll get this too. Ah, I guess I'll get this. I don't really want it, but it's another thing. Why not? It's, it's like, no, you got to be careful that when you're buying stuff, I guess at a certain price point. Sure. It's like, okay, do I actually really want this or do I want this because it's valuable or something like, you know what I mean? No, that makes total everyone sense. can fall into that trap. I mean, for me, like when I saw those PS1 games for a dollar at that yard sale, I bought all of them and that's fine to me. It's like, whatever. Yeah, that makes total sense. But there's other games where, oh, this game is a good deal. I don't know anything about it uh, or I'm not a fan of it, but it's $40 instead of 80. So I should buy it. It's like, no, it doesn't yeah. make sense for you to buy that. Yeah. I've done that before where I bought, uh, it's actually wasn't that long ago. I bought wild arms two because mm-hmm. it was a good deal. I've never played a wild arms game. And I spent <laughs> like 40 or $50 on it and it sat on my shelf this whole time. I'm like, why did I, what was I, I doing? here's the thing. I'm not getting rid of it. <laughs> so I'm going to hold on to it. <laughs> oh, but gosh. I try to not do that as much as I can. Yeah. 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 Like I, uh, from too many games last year, like I bought MGS one, which is sitting on the shelf, like mm-hmm. not in hand, like two arms distances away. And like, um, and uh, Final Fantasy VIII, and I have no intention of playing those. <laughs> but, but I wanted them. You're the problem, Gooch. Yeah. God damn it. No, that is, <laughs> it is interesting. I think that is a very good point, especially when it comes to collecting, because I've definitely just done that. Honestly, I got an Oculus Quest that isn't even collecting, but like I got that, and I'm like, why did I buy this? Because I could. That was why I bought it. And then I was like, I never use it now, and it's just sitting in the corner of my room. But no, that's, that's a really good point. All right, guys. Hey, at least you didn't buy a PSVR two, and then <laughs> oh, there's like no. nothing to play on it, dude. I, and, I was and some of those games aren't I still am a physical, champion, right? But some of those games aren't physical, um, right? Some of them aren't, but though you know, this might be an interesting foil to bring in is that I decided with PSVR two that I was going to buy those games digitally. Interesting. Um, yeah, I remember you just you because. So annoying when you're playing a VR game to have to switch a disc. Absolutely. When people are like, mm. "Oh, you should buy yeah. digital instead of physical," because too I'm too lazy to get up and change discs. <laughs> it's like, Shut fuck up. you. It's so annoying. <laughs> Come on. It's a little different when you've got a thing on your head and you're plug. You know, you have these yeah. controllers you're in, you're and you have them in. on around your hands. Yeah. It's a little different then. And like you said, the thing about PSVR two is that there's so many more games that are just digital only. It would be like a really incomplete. Collection. You know, collection yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So I, I've gone dig, I've gone to the dark side oh, no. for that. Well, we have to can but, the whole podcast. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah cancel it. And yeah. you know what's funny? Oh. When I buy a game digitally, like, uh, you know, I have some like games like wishlisted on on Xbox and PlayStation, and it's like, oh yeah, like I want to get around to them. Like uh, the, uh, I'm trying to think what. The, not the not the Crystal Dynamic. Well, it's technically Crystal Dynamics. Not the not the current Tomb Raider trilogy. The one before that. Um, that's on like 360 gen PS3 generation. Um, like I want to get those. So like, I'm like, I have them list listed. So when they go on sale, I know, cause they're going to be like five bucks and I'm always just like, ah, you know what, you know, what sucks about this. I got it, but I got to get it physically. Sure. <laughs> like it's always like yeah. a, a double purchase. Cause I'm like, I'm not just going to like stumble upon tomb Raider anniversary, like randomly. So I have to like actually like physically go online and buy it or like look for it at a convention or a shop or something like that. Yeah, and I think that's a good point to make kind of at, you know, after we've talked about all this other stuff is that I'm not an anti-digital person. In fact, I probably, I don't know, I, I wouldn't say half, but maybe like 25% of the games I buy do end up being digital. Um, whether it's, I mean, on PC, that's kind of the only option now. So there's a lot of right. games on PC, but yeah. Yeah. I think too that 
for me it it depends on the the price and it also just depends on is a weird way to put it but like my relationship to the game sure no for example i bought a few weeks ago i bought one of the one piece games because it was five bucks on psn i'm like this game's probably not that good but uh i want to check it out even if i play it for an hour or something then whatever fine it's five bucks sometimes you know there are games it's just like you know or if a game that's digital only on playstation or something like that or i i'm not the type of guy some people are and i am totally fine with that certain games come out digitally like a game like dead cells came Mm -hmm. out digitally eventually it gets a physical copy or something like that unless it's a game that i'm like super super care about i don't feel like i need to go out and get the physical of that there are some rare examples like I keep seeing they have these awesome Cuphead special editions coming out for oh, a physical really? version. Huh. I'm like, dang, I kind of, <laughs> I do kind me. of want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. They so, probably have some cool stuff. It's all about balance. And and for some people too, this is the reoccurring conversation on, on Sacred is that some people love digital and find that it benefits how they interact with games. Absolutely. And that's totally fine. For sure. We, I, and I'm, I'm assuming you guys too, are just advocates for options. For people. For sure. Options. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Exactly. I do remember Colin mentioning on the on the podcast of like, oh well, this is inevitable and stuff like that. And uh, I really, uh, God, I just hope it's not. I really don't. And I Mm -hmm. I feel like us talking about it hopefully does bring some light to it, even on this small YouTube channel. But it it really, I do hope it's not inevitable. And I'm curious what the actual breakdown is of physical versus digital purchases. Like, I know we can't get that exactly, but. It's very interesting. Yeah. And and, uh, like uh, to bring it back to what you were saying about, uh, you know, like being like uh, you not being like like if somebody bought a game digitally and they were talking to me, I usually might go, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) you know, like as a joke or be like, come on. Um, But like, dude, I get so much shit in my discord for when a game's coming out and I decide to take the risk. And I pre-order on Amazon, and I'm oh, like, no. where the fuck is this bozo? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, should have just got it digitally. Would have been playing it already. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> well, for me, even like, it's so funny. I used to do the, the Amazon thing, but now I do because I live right by the... Do you know where the King of Prussia Mall is up here, Dustin? Have you ever been there? It's like, it's sort of in Oaks. But uh, I think that I was there. Is there a Shake Shack right you, outside the there mall? There is, yes. correct. You, I'm yeah. like, okay, you've been, been to that you've been Shake there. Shack. Yeah, so yeah. you're right, it's there, you're right there. That's, we, I, there was a big carnival thing going yes, on in the parking lot. It should be there this year for too many games as well. Yeah. <laughs> is that cool? Do I need to do that? You know, I, I haven't been. I've been meaning to go. <laughs> okay. But we, right. if, I will let you know if we if we go and if, if it's any good. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I usually just go up there and pick it up, usually during my lunch break. And that way, so I don't usually wait for deliveries. Every time I go into my GameStop, I don't know how you are, Dustin. I know you do go to your GameStop. I just get like so disappointed in GameStop every time I walk through that fucking door. Like I'm, I like, I'm just like, why? I'm like, like I I went in there like looking for like Skyrim anniversary edition last year. Cause I'm like, I want to play Skyrim. It's been 11 years and I want to physically. And I go in there, dude. And I'm like talking to the guy. I'm like, I know, like, I'm like, Hey, like I want this version of Skyrim on Xbox. You have it. And like, (laughs) I had absolutely no idea what I was talking about. And I'm like, it's Skyrim, dude. I'm like, Like, I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, oh, like, and I think he finally found it and they didn't have a box for it. I'm like, fucking out of here, man. I'm like, I'm so mad. And oh, yeah, man. and I just, and another one, when I, when I got picked up Jedi Fallen, um, 
Survivor. I know Jedi it's it's, Survivor, it's a stupid name. I won't called. say that. Um, yeah. Apparently, GameStop doesn't. So with their power up rewards, they don't do the Game Informer subscription anymore. Yeah. And the guy oh. behind the apparently, so the guy hmm. the you know that's selling me the game is like talking to me like I'm an idiot, and like this has been like this for years, and I'm like, dude. I, I literally got a Game Informer mailed to my house because I have a Power Up Rewards. Remember, like a few months ago. So I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm not talking to, to him like this, but I'm like, why are you like talking down to me? Like, I'm like, can't you just be nice? Like, what happened to like GameStop 10 years ago where I'd have like a good conversation with a person working behind here? Yeah. Every time I go in there, I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> what am I like, doing? I, with I'll my just life? I should just go to Best Buy. Like I like seriously. I, I get like anno- like genuinely yeah. annoyed like, mm-hmm. at these at these interactions with people there. But yeah, I don't I don't know how it is at your GameStop. I'll, I'll add to your GameStop complaints just because I will <laughs> complain anytime that I can about this specific thing about GameStop is, uh, obviously used games are going to be a part of this preservation that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the thing. GameStop will do this thing. If you go in and say, hey, I want to buy this game. And they say, oh, we have the last copy. It's the floor model. And they'll bring okay. it to you and they'll put it. It's already opened. And it's got their fucking sticker on the front. Yeah. And they'll sell it to you for full price. Oh, it's not insane. a used price. They'll sell it to you as as new. I'm like, no, no, no. Uh, there's times no, where I was like, <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. Uh, multiple times. I was like, Absolutely. no, thanks. Yeah. And they're like, well, no one's played it. Like, that's not the point. You see that fucking you just don't lie, do you? It's not yeah. new. You, you opened, opened it. it. Yeah. If I went home, if I bought a game here new, opened it, and then brought it back, you wouldn't take it. Exactly. Yeah. It if would you, be used then. That's ridiculous. So, Insanity. Yeah, I hate that. Do you, I, so you usually go to GameStop for your purchases or, n- or for your game so purchases? Not so much. Right now, my go-to place is Target. Okay. Because I do the same Target, do tell. Dude. Get the red card, you get five percent off. Yeah. So All that's right. always why <laughs> I need to look that's into that. That's my thing. It's it's dicey though, <laughs> particularly now. And this even was the problem at GameStop too. Is that, uh, and I, 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 you guys probably heard this on Sacred, but sure. I went to get, I wanted to get the Hogwarts Legacy Deluxe Edition so I could play it early. D- you nowhere had, had it. I had the same exact issue. <laughs> nowhere I think had I t- it. I, I followed up your tweet. I was like, it was the same for me or something. But yeah. yeah, nowhere had it. So I, dude, that. That is the only That's game weird. I think so far this generation that I could have bought physically, but I I broke and I bought it digitally, thinking I do want to own this game someday. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait till I can get it for ten or fifteen bucks, no, and then sense. I'll put it on my shelf or whatever. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, I was gonna say before we wrap it up, yeah, um, because yeah. you're gonna like officially out. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, Dustin, I did want you to give you an opportunity to like, uh, you know, plug the platform, Obviously. what you're doing, and and also talk about too many games because that's really relevant to us. Oh, since yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, Twenty right minutes here. away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys gonna be there? Are you, I, are you I I'm unfortunately gonna be down the shore that weekend, so I sadly Dang will not be able it. to make it. I'm very upset. Actually, I cried about it for an hour last night. No, yeah, you, you talked about Sacred Symbols a bunch, but you know, if you wanted to plug sure. what you're doing over at Last Stand, please do so. What am I not doing over at Last Stand? <laughs> Last Stand uh, is a mostly, I mean, a podcast, Patreon network, whatever. Uh, we offer everything now with a PlayStation show, an Xbox show, and a brand new launched Nintendo show we started doing called Punching Up that I'm really excited about. Congrats on that, by the way. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it's been it's been really cool to finally do that. And so, yeah, all of our podcasts are available everywhere on you know youtube and podcast services and then of course patreon is where we mainly do all of our bonus stuff 
and early access and stuff like that. And then you brought up too many games, which is super exciting. Yeah. Me and another host at Last Day and Dagan, which you guys know, yeah. are going to be doing a panel at Too Many Games. And so, yeah, I, I don't know what day of Too Many Games it's going to be on yet. They haven't told me yet. Gotcha. It's funny because people keep asking, asking. me on Twitter, like, what day? What's going what day on? Is it? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, give us a hint. I'm like, I don't know. I can't there's give no you a hint, hint to even give. I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, there's that, no hint. Yeah. So that, that's awesome that you guys. I you said you submitted for the panel, and they were like, nah, fuck that. Why don't you guys be guests? Like, that's yeah, awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> it's really cool. I've never done anything like that before, yeah. and so I'm on a page that also has like David Hater on it. Yeah, I was, like, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at it, and it's like that is wild. I, I posted on Last Hand Discord. <laughs> it was like you know, like everyone's prices for like autographs, <laughs> and then it's you and Dagan free. I'm like, it better be fucking yeah. free. <laughs> well, dude, yeah, the, the guys from the um that show the Nintendo podcast is like Bob Wolf and um. Uh, the, the guy, his YouTube channel is beat em ups. They're also yeah. free. Yeah. So it seems like the content creators are, are, are just there. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. The cool ones here, they're like, no, I'm not going to charge someone for Absolutely. a photograph or a yeah. signature. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. No disrespect to David Hayter or any of those. They got to they gotta make their bag. And Absolutely. Get it. I mean, for sure. They're, they're very much more in demand at a thing like that than someone like me. <laughs> yes. so, just possibly. But yeah. So, dude, here's the thing. You gotta have guys hit me up. I'm thinking that brewery we went to last year would be a nice Do spot it again. again. Um, because yeah. it had Where'd that you nice guys go? deck. What's it? Oh, is it is it near something? It's in Audubon. Oh, okay. I wouldn't know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. it was it's, good. It though. has birds in the name. I'm so sad. I'm not gonna be able yeah. to be there. Ugh, I know. Again. I re- yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be I'll, I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be cool. at everything. Gooch will be there. Um, yeah. I I did have a question though because I'm gr- I'm yeah. glad you brought that meetup up. Do you remember? At the end of that meetup, when we were talking, and you, it was like three of us, and you asked, you're like, hey, like, what do you want to see from Last Stand? And I pretty much, like, was like, I want to see Constellations without saying, obviously, the name. Like, I, I was like, because when that came out, I'm like, dude, I fucking told Dustin this. Well, and I feel like that's one you guys have been getting forever, too, right? Like, especially since, like, I, I don't know, just that, that kind of, like, random podcast. Not random, but, like, your topical yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to remember... It's so hard to keep track. Like, I am trying to remember when we decided to do Constellation because we, I mean, we talk about doing, we talk about doing a million different things all the time. And very few of them actually (laughs) happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, Constellation, we talked about doing a show like that like two years ago. That I think that we originally we talked about Maddie being the host. Oh, wow. Really? And and all this stuff. And then that kind of fell by the wayside. And then eventually it was came back and so yeah i mean the same thing with the nintendo show that we've talked about what a nintendo show would look like for years and years and then eventually i well the real thing was zelda that that was the kickoff that's like if we're gonna do this we have we should do it right now makes total sense yeah yeah and so dude the the response has been great i'm really curious what the numbers will be like week to week because this first week went toe-to-toe with sacred which is great That's yeah, which awesome. I, don't, I don't think it's gonna happen every week sure, but sure. i love dethrone colin make fun of him you know every oh, podcast yeah, after absolutely. this just, yeah just fucking absolutely throw down the you need a little help with sacred <laughs> you know, see what's going on i can help you organize oh my god well dude congrats all the shows are great we listen to all of them we're, we're really big fans yeah here. i wanted to take credit for like inventing consolation 
in. Correct. That. That's why Goose <laughs> was out. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, I started this. I gave yeah. him the idea. Um, but yeah, all the links and stuff will be in the description. Absolutely as, as for well. everything. Yeah. Um, in- including probably your Twitter and all that shit. I'll I'll, I'll probably okay Ooh. it with you before we post this. Uh, during the week, I feel like I had something else I wanted to say, but honestly, it'll I, percolate. I can't remember. It wasn't like that mm-hmm. important, but anyways, Shreya. well, everyone, thank you all for watching this. If you've been watching with us live, which you haven't this time, cause we didn't record this one live. We really appreciate it. You can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Just search Delco nerd network. We're on all your favorite social media po- uh, platforms as well at Delco nerds on everything. We got a discord channel. We got a Facebook page, all of which shall be linked down below you can email us all your comments questions or concerns delco nerds at gmail.com we'd be happy to get back to you uh and you can find all this information on our website delco network.com but for dustin for gooch i've been trio thanks for watching stay nerdy guys and we will see you next time